0: welcome to another edition of the 16 ounce canvas the art of craft beer podcast my name is aj Cairns, and i'm proud to be your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who are bringing some of our favorite beers and breweries to life this week is awesome i am really excited to be able to share with you melissa jones you may know her as beauty of the beer she's one of the great beer photographers that you have maybe come to know or never met before because I think that one of the great things about the wonderful top photographers that we've had, uh Corey Smith and, you know, Beer Trekker, we've also uh you know, just had enough but not a lot. And really there's this family and network and appreciation for each other that is really just powerful because I think the the beauty of photography is the ability to capture moments that you didn't actually know were moments and special things that are happening and you just happen to be a fly on the wall or a, a polka dot on you know you know on a scenario and it's just really great to to be able to have this opportunity because i've i've been blessed and really lucky to to know melissa for a few years now and it just really it's really wonderful because the really cool part is obviously you know Melissa is the photographer she's beauty of the beer if you haven't had a chance to make sure you please follow along beauty of the beer on Instagram and you know as the episode pushes we hope that you know she comes with a, a website soon but one of the great things that happens is when you see you know Melissa and you know when she's there you're just like okay you know a because she's if you follow her feed and just see what she's doing if you're at a place and melissa's there you know hey you made a good choice it's like all right fucking cool like if hey, melissa's here i'm here like all right good start here and one of the great things about photographers you know like her is that they have these amazing abilities to capture moments that a you didn't realize were moments and then secondary you don't know that she's taking the photos like it's Pretty great because I've you know, I've been blessed to, you know, show up in a few feeds and photos and you know of Melissa's and you just think, Wow, I didn't realize I was talking to so and so and then or catching a laugh or just a smile that wasn't planned or expected and anytime I look at photography and I look at photos, I think, A, it's amazing, it's a wonderful art form, it's a craft. But The best photos are always the ones that you never ever know were taken and they're this unique, powerful ability to, to just capture a moment. And Melissa is just wonderful at that. I think, you know, I've been there where I'm like, I know she has her camera and I watch and I'm like, okay, let's see what she's gonna do. How does she frame this up? What's gonna happen? And boom, you know, I don't see her pick up the camera and then like a week, you know, week plus later, you know, you see these wonderful photos that are attributed to her so i just think that it's a great episode we're really you know it took us a while to finally convince her to be a part of this i think what she's doing and you know who she is and kind of the the humility of you know, her craft is you know is pretty powerful because it's not a you know if you meet melissa you would never know that she has a, a massive following you would never met you know you never know her from beauty of the beer you would just know her as, you know, someone with you know, with her husband who just loves, you know, good beer and good people and good, you know, cities and conversations and as we'll talk about, you know, good coffee shops and I think that's just I think it's just beautiful. I think it's just really why I've fallen in love with beer. Obviously I'm not one, you know, I work in market research but I'm not gonna rate something a four point two versus a four point three and what have you. It's just the amplitude and the experience, you know, that that, that sensory uh, is is hard to capture in, in sort of anything, and when you look at uh, the photos, again, make sure you head on over to Beauty of the Beer, you just see these moments, and when I was kind of pondering that, I was like, okay, Melissa's a photographer, you know, wow, like, that's amazing in and of itself, but, like, the, the beauty of the beer is the fact that these photos and these experiences that are being shared are things that aren't about the individuals. It's never really about you know. It's never uh, a finite thing. It's never okay. You know, Jack and Jill go to this brewery and they take a photo. It's it, it's you know it's a it's a hand. It's a it's a tap. It's you know, the kind of these inanimate objects that allow you to kind of escape to these moments and that's i think really great because it could be me it could be anyone i'm with and i think it it shares an experience but it tells a story that you know what could or could not be and i so i think that that's awesome because for me beer is great beer is delicious beer is, beer is fun to, to try to track down but for me beer has always been about the community and the people that you know I share that experience with you at these at these things and when you meet you know people that you didn't know before and you're brought together through through something as simple as you know is beer you know it sounds it sounds trivial but really there's a core group of people who get together because of the the joy of it the the beauty of the beer you know someone should make that their instagram handle you know obviously uh i'm being sarcastic but you 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 meet these wonderful people and you don't really know a lot about them and as we're you know this this point of you know society or our country here in the states where you know there's this kind of separation or all or nothing mentality when you go to a brewery or you go to a tap room or you go to a you know a bar or whatever and you sit down next to somebody and you have a beer with them and you order something similar or something they've had before you can find a, a common point that you never knew was there before and while you may have completely different opinions on life and what's going on and you know that person may you know have crazy thoughts of you know, they might think that Rudy Giuliani is, uh, you know, an admirable person and not a disgusting human being. And it's really cool because you come together through beer and you're really able to share an experience. And then from there had this, you know, jump-off point. And I think a lot of us, you know, miss that moment. And I think that you know, the the really cool thing is that not only is Melissa, you know, a part of those moments, but she captures some really cool things and some really cool experiences. And you know, if you're lucky to be part of her reel, you know, you you really see that and really kind of see in a personal way because you didn't realize that was even happening or that she was even there to, to, to take that photo. So, with that said, I want to remind you that you're listening to episode 176 of the 16-ounce canvas, The Art of Grappier Podcast. We were talking to the amazingly talented and humble and hardworking and creative Melissa Jones, who you may know as the uh, as Beauty of the Beer, uh, and just really just a, a wonderful person, who has a great perspective, who has a wonderful appreciation for hard work, for small business, craft beer, and just doing some some great things. So, if you have a chance to, make sure you please follow her, Beauty of the Beer, on Instagram. We are the 16 ounce canvas, one six oz canvas. 16ozcanvas.com You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We keep it simple. We keep it together. 16ozcanvas. That is us. That is our bliss, and we are very lucky to be able to share that with you. This is going to be our last episode of the year 2020. I don't know if it's because we want to end the year. It's just been a fucking dumpster fire and craziness and what have you. But this is the end of season 15 and we made a point that, you know, we tried to get other interviews and we just did our thing, but Melissa is just a, a key part of where I live in Connecticut and she is one of the, the the key members of the support and promotion and all the other great things that happen from a, you know, a, a marketing and PR perspective, but uh, we just, you know, this is an episode we, we went to do for a while and this is a, Thought that you know ending the year on just on a, on a positive. and you know I think that the work that again Melissa does is a, is a key part of that. Um it was just really you know, we're we're shutting down a little earlier than we know we were to do, but season sixteen, you know, sixty ounce canvas, season sixteen is gonna be something special. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be awesome. I mean it's definitely gonna have some uh some some burps and hiccups and you know uh speed, you know, issues and of potholes and what have you, but we're gonna make it work. We're gonna figure it out. You know, no one told us we can do a podcast and here we are hundred and seventy six episodes later with some of the greatest creatives and you know unique people you're gonna find in, in the beer world and just kind of in the world in general. And so I don't know. We've uh we've MacGyvered shit before and we'll continue to do that again. So I think that we're very excited for what what is to come with uh season sixteen. We're almost done with season seventeen, so you know Vetting and uh, you know finalizing, so we're we're ready to go. We're not going anywhere. We're gonna do that book. We're gonna you know we're gonna get this up to episodes at least two hundred. It's gonna be uh you know it's gonna be a, a polka dot party and it's just gonna be a, a lot of fun. And you know we're, we're gonna find uh, we're gonna find that bliss in you know in these tough times. So my name is AJ. You're listening to Sixty Ounce Canvas. You can find me at AJ at one six OZ Please, 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 please please reach out. You know, whatever that means to you. If you're a struggling artist or an amazing artist, if you're a brewery or someone who likes to, you know, brew beer at home, or if there is anything, 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 anything that we can do to help support you, I don't even have a, a pretense or a framework or an idea there, but we all... Are blessed you know some of us depending on our 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 statutes and our our positions and things are are blessed differently but if there's anything i can do and you know be a part of it and you're doing something cool and, and what have you right you know let us know and we'll continue we'll continue to do our part to magnify things and support folks like yourself so be blessed believe in santa if you want to spin away and just you know, be true to yourself and, you know, we're, we're grateful and thankful and appreciative for you being here each and every week at 1-6-O-Z Canvas. Episode 176. Sorry, cleats and crayons. It is not a prime number, but uh, it's still a great number. There's a lot of cool things there. Two, four, let's see, is eight? eight techn- I mean, think eight, eight goes in cleanly, but not like before the decimal points. So I don't know how that works. Um... 16 goes in because it's 16 times 11. That's a good one. So that would mean that 22 times 8 is another good one. So, we love numbers. We like to geek out. We're appreciative. We're we're grateful to be here each and every week. And so, if we don't talk to you, I hope that uh, 2021 in your celebration is a safe. Wear a fucking mask. And be it's fun and weird and exciting. You know, hope it's a blissful moment. So. Be safe and we'll talk to you soon, okay? So without further ado, episode 176 of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Carpher podcast, Melissa Jones, Beauty of the Beer, you wish she worked for you, breweries, PR folks, get in touch. It's impressive. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas. Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Very excited to have with us. Checking in from Bristol, Connecticut. She's become a friend of mine and she is an essential part of the Connecticut brewing scene here. We have Melissa Jones. You may know her as Beauty of the Beer on Instagram. She is an amazing photographer. She really has a, a great eye, the ability to not only capture moments, but beer and really bring emotion and feel like you're in the experience. When I look at her photos, a lot of times I feel like I missed out on a, a great you know, adventure and making the simplest things seem really, you know, really beautiful. So the name is fitting. And, uh, you know, thanks so much, Melissa, for for being here. It's uh, It's been a long time coming.
1: Great. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this.
0: All right. Famous last words, folks. You heard that here. But no, yeah, I, like I said, I've uh, I, I really admire the work that you do. I think it's great because you're you're still present. You know, you don't stage your photographs. You really are have the ability to take a quick Quick photo capture a moment, and, and you know you're also a, you know a beer lover and connoisseur. So I think that's one of the the really great things you're you're able to capture these moments without really being intrusive, which I think is difficult for a lot of folks.
1: Yeah, I I I, I try to tiptoe around that a bit. I don't want to get too much in people's face, but it's really important for me to showcase what is going on in the environment. I want people to to come to the places that I'm visiting, you know, and I want to convey that this is a place you need to be if you haven't been before through, you know, through those
0: photos. Yeah. And my list is longer because of you. So that's a a thank you. And, a yeah. And a a pain point, but, um, have you, you know, just kind of in the beginning, we like to kind of go back down, you know, memory lane, have you always been drawn to photography? Is that something that you've, you know, has been a a passion, you know, has been a passion for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It, you know, I had to think about this uh, not long ago about where where did this stem from. And I do remember when I was little, I'm constantly obsessed with photos and looking through my grandma's photo books of you know, those black and white and those sepia pictures. And um, every time I'd visit her, I would go and pull those those photo books off the shelf which um inspired her to give me a handful of cameras and at that time when i was younger it was film cameras i remember carrying around this slim little rectangle camera and taking pictures of our camping trips when i was i don't know 12 i think and so i've always had a camera in my hand since the age of 12. Um, and in college you know i took a couple photo photo classes that was the darkroom days uh, but I didn't really ever think about it as a profession. I guess it was always just a hobby. Camera's always just been an extension of, of me and my friends joke. It's another limb. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think it, it all stems back to when I was a kid, just sort of being obsessed with capturing moments and, and being able to go back and reflect and hear stories about times and places that my family members were in. And now, you know, that's what I look forward to is capturing moments that I can share with um, with my family members in the future of this is what we did, you know, in times like these.
0: Yeah. My mother recently uh, gave me just a box of photos of you know, and like their physical photos. So just like diving into the box and, and pulling them out. And, you know, some are great and some are awful. But like it's, you know. That was always the exciting part was when, you know, my mom would come back. She always had a camera. would come back from the store, and you'd kind of rifle through the the prints. And, yeah. you know, it would be like, oh, you know, you get a bunch of just terrible ones or blurries or whatever. And That's then you know, And you'd hope for, you know, maybe a half dozen gems that you could really just kind of be like, wow, this is great. And so when you look back yeah, at those moments, kidding. right? Oh Yeah, I have a few rolls of film here, and I'm just trying to I – don't, I don't know where to get them done. Like, I literally yeah. – I, I can't find any – I can't really find the guy, know, right? the stoner dude at like Walgreens was like, yeah, man, we can do it. And I was just like, I, I don't really trust you. Like, no offense, man. <laughs> like, like, I don't think this Hey, don't a-
1: knock it. Yeah, I, I know. work at one hour photo when I was in uh, high school, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm older than you, but at least back then, like film was a thing. This guy was like, uh, you know, he was like, he, he, he yeah. you know, his, uh, I think I called him either right before or after. It was just kind of like, you could tell he wasn't sure he hadn't done that, you know, since maybe training i was like ah, i'm going to try no to find kidding. some i'm going to try to find somewhere else cuz if there's one good photo on here and, and you know it gets it gets fucked up i'm not going to be yeah uh, yeah so we'll see what happens with that and i've got those click, you know, <laughs> those draggy like all in one like wedding cameras they would have you know like so i'm excited to yeah, see yeah
1: exactly they're, they're pro- still around i guess that is the beauty of digital though you can yeah. take as many until the right one comes out
0: right which is uh which i think is probably for you, it's probably a beautiful thing and, and a massive pain point, right? Then you have to, you have all these to, to choose from and, and, and work with. So it's kind of a, it's a beauty and, and a curse altogether.
1: Yeah. I saw a meme the other day. Somebody was um, talking about how everybody wants to be a photographer until you have 10,000 pictures to go through and edit. And I just experienced that myself. I, I photographed my uh, cousin's wedding a couple weekends ago. Oh, wow. And it was small. You know what I mean? It was, it was not of course because of covid was not a traditional wedding but still you know i think i had upwards of twelve thousand pictures to rifle through wow yeah so it's it's, it's a task for sure
0: it's uh it's a calling and like i said folks uh if, you have, if you're not following along you please please do so uh beauty of the beer uh melissa was recently featured at, you know a great article you can see there on, on porch drinking she's done work with uh, good beer hunting and, you know, worked with uh, numerous breweries uh, locally and, and nationally, just like I said, her, her eye is something really, really special. How did you uh, take that, that passion? Was it just kind of, as you were discovering your, your love of beer that you're kind of like, well, I'm already drinking these beers. Yeah. These are moments that I want to capture and see, you know, it kind of just kind of went, went hand in hand with it or glass and glass yeah
1: it was yeah it was it was happenstance uh looking for something to do visiting breweries and and you know breweries spend a lot of time in their look and feel as well as the beer and it was something to be captured and then as i started pointing my camera around the room with i was, oh let me just take a picture of the beer too because it looks good and it looks great in that in that glass and uh and then stumbled on this whole community of other people on Instagram who are just as uh, fanatics about breweries and visiting breweries and drinking beer. And then that's when I realized there was an audience for this kind of content. So, um, you know, I would spent a lot of time uh, with a different Instagram handle sort of personal, not very focused Instagram and uh, just posting travels because I traveled a lot for work and, and, uh, um, decided I would take the beer and the brewery travels and keep them separate, and that's how Beauty of the Beer um, evolved. And uh, you know, we and then and then it started to to transpire into well, we visited all of these Connecticut breweries, um, where to met right and and uh, the beauty of being in Connecticut is pointing your car you know, in a different direction, and you're in Vermont or you're in Maine or you're in the city and um so there was a lot of breweries and beer to be explored and and I'm still you know every day there's a new place to add to the list, so it's it's um one of those things that really evolved. I think it was happenstance and and now I'm obsessed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I do yeah, that's one of the thing. Connecticut's a great connection state because it's literally you can, yeah, you can go to a, find a half dozen places you can get to under, under three hours and they all have their own, you know, unique whether it's upstate New York or Manhattan or Boston or Philadelphia, or you know, like you said, Vermont. Like yeah. it's really it's yeah, it's it's not as far as you as you think people it's like, Oh, it's only three hours. I mean I'm terrible with spatial and timing. I always think things take fifteen minutes to get to and so I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm not the most uh, most punctual person, so I apologize. To anybody out there has been affected by that, but <laughs> but yeah, it's really. I mean, it's really. It, that's one of the cooler things I, I've noticed is really. You, and each of the places you can get to has its own. It's almost like you're going to a different country, right? Because like you think in yeah. New York, New York, and then you think of Hudson Valley, and they're like they, they're not. You almost forget that they're kind of the, the same state. So it's really a it's a good pro it's a good problem yeah. to have.
1: Yeah, they're destinations in and of themselves, really. And, yeah. uh, you know, I started to think about that. It's, it's, I can get to about these places quickly. And when I go, I'm very efficient about my time. And I like to sort of map out if I were going to look to somebody on where should I go from visiting the city and what should I do and what should I drink? Um, I started to think about that and where do I go for that kind of information? I wanted to be a bit of a resource in mm-hmm. that way for people who are looking for beer, um, of breweries to visit, and so I try uh, my best to document. You know, here's here's what the place looks like. Here's sort of the environment. Um, and oh, by the way, if you're at this brewery, uh, there's one down the street too, and and you should stop by there. Um, so I put some of that those tidbits in some of my posts as well, um, especially when it's it's out of state and it's sort of a destination. I think that 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 information is important.
0: Now. From a travel, because you were talking about travel, which I feel like I just I forget what that's like again. I would do this, I would I do the same thing when I would travel for work. I would, I would you know book my meetings and everything for the day, and then I would see okay what, what windows of time do I have free, and then you know kind of uh, dive in and see where I could could check out and or, or go to. And so uh, those are the days. But yeah, how do you like like from a nerdy logistics standpoint? How are you kind of like putting them all together? You know, you just decided yeah. Hey, let's, in the compass and point this direction and then we'll figure it out like
1: how, how, how is your, your yeah yeah that's that's a great question for a while i was traveling for work so um you know similar to what you would do I, i've got my day plan at the end of the day i know i've got this many hours to spend what am i going to do with it and and the process begins with um you know a quick map search what's around me but then also leveraging some of those you know leveraging the um uh, good beer hunting community, uh leveraging uh Instagram and the network I've built there too, who's in the city uh that I'm in, um, and using them as reference points. Um, but then, you know, if I'm not traveling for work and it's not one of those things where I know I'm I'm in a specific city and I'm trying to figure out where to next, uh, it's usually You know, I'm sort of a real Instagram nerd, I guess. I bookmark all these places and I buy folders and folders of um, (laughs) Instagram locations of where I want to go. And so like I have a whole Pittsburgh folder of coffee, you know, coffee shops and breweries and restaurants that I want to visit if I'm ever in Pittsburgh again. And so um, I use that as my starting point. And then I start to use, you know, map out what's near, um, what's near one another I really want to be efficient about time, you know. And I know I want to go to a coffee shop. I always start my morning if I'm traveling at a coffee shop, and then from there, where do I, you know, where to next? Um, so that's that's a little bit of the logistics of how I sort yeah. of figure it all out. But um, in terms of like planning, you know, these days it's hard to know even where we're going to go to next. <laughs> I yeah. have I have goals, you know. I haven't been to Colorado in five years, and that's uh high on the priority list they've got to get back there because so much has changed in the in the beer scene in colorado since then that uh i need to get back there so that's at the top of the list i think
0: that's great yeah i think uh i keep trying to put together a google map and just try to do it that way just so at least i can look at it that's what i would do for 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 business travel you'd find these spots and I you know I have the pins and so a friend of mine did it for Manhattan and you wherever you are in Manhattan I would I can pull up the map and it would tell me every craft brew bar and round and so I would just basically okay what's the closest one to me okay there's three and then and then from there it's like that saved me so much stress and then I would dive into what's on you know what's available or what's on tap but I think that uh yeah it's uh yeah. it's a good problem to have these days there's I mean even even all, I mean 30. all the things going on it's still there's just so many great locations and some of these especially like you know here in connecticut a great example is like fox farm and ken falls where the locations and, and the, de- God, and the right and the destination of getting there is is so much it's not just you know it's uh it's not just about the beer right you're getting to see this beautiful part of the state or the of that you maybe would not would not normally go to and then you, know, you go to a local restaurant or you know you just go to a, you know coordinate a you know you usually with the family will coordinate a You know, a hike around it, you know, so that we can, you know, kill a couple birds, you know, with, with those, with the stone. And so I think that's really, yeah, it's been a, it's been a wonderful, it's, it's, it's a wonderful chapter in the, in the craft beer story.
1: It totally is. And then you've got all these great beer bars, too, that are, you know, make that. So, yeah. In Fox Farm and Kent Falls are very far apart from one another. And, mm. and I, you know, I, I don't know that a lot of people would do that in one day. No. But you've got a place like Eli Cannon's where you can go and, and likely get a glass of both of those, which is pretty neat. So, yeah. I always prefer beer bars, too. You know, what where, where am I and where is there a great beer bar that anybody recommends? So, that way, if I can't get to that brewery, um, you know, that's
0: where I'm headed. Yeah, I mean, Manhattan seems like this, like, closed off, you know, kingdom right now. But, I mean, even that, right, I've had the adventures, you know, few and far between, but of, like, going to Hill Farmstead, but then you go to Manhattan, and there's, like, you know, the Jeffrey or Blind you know Blind Tiger yeah. and other places that have these relationships because they're just like us, and they go there, and they make these genuine connections with, you know, with the folks. And, they, you, you know, I remember having a Hill Farmstead, in, like, in Manhattan, you know, looking at, like, a busy, right. busy crosswalk and, like, all the craziness and being like... The last time I had this was like in the perfect, you know, rem, you know, remote land of of Hill Farmstead. So was, her up. It Yeah, it was, so that was kind of it also has yeah. Well, yeah, which I think is why what you do is really great because I think that it is the beauty of beer. It's not just about, you know, I think in general society beer, you know, is just seen as, you know, just something that people drink to get drunk and has doesn't have that aspect and realizes that there is this community how it brings people together you know the art of the, yeah, exactly. the of a of a of the, the beer share there's kind of two the the beer shares there's two of them right there's the people that are like the aggressive how much beer is kind of like that or like the beer festival but then the, the, the purest ones the ones where the beer is just used to to share stories and connect with people you haven't seen in a while and i think that that's really what you right. do is capture kind of the the essence you know of of bringing people together and beer is just kind of that catalyst for it, you know
1: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And I'm glad that you recognize that. It's so funny when I started the uh, account I um, was really worried that people were going to think I was talking about myself as the beauty of the beer. and <laughs> So I <I'd> always <laughs> felt a little shy about sharing, you know, what's your, you know, what's my Instagram oh, handle. Um, uh, uh, but um, yeah. yeah, the story behind it is it's, it's exactly that. It's, it's the beauty of the beer in, in itself and the connections that you can make through
0: it. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause that's how, that's how we connected. And I think, I think that just seeing that and the people you see, you know, I don't know. I always like to think of Sesame street, right? These are the people in your neighborhood. And you know, if you visit these places when you, sometimes you, you don't, you don't go with your friends and when you show up and you see people that, you know, and it's like, Oh, Hey, sit with our table. Or I brought this and Hey, have you tried this? And yeah. it's just, yeah. Exactly. That, that, that's the wonder of it really is that. Okay. We, cause a lot of folks, myself included, I have, I have a corner of my basement, which we would call a cellar, but it's really just a, a metal shelf in a, in an old basement, but you you know it counts
1: this, in still, right? It still counts, right? <laughs>
0: it has this, it has a cool lore of it. When I tell people, they're like, "What?" I'm like, uh, oh, it's just if I showed it to you, it would not be as cool." But when you get together and you you or when people come over, it's you know they, we go down to the basement and what do what do you want to try? Well, what am I allowed to try? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, what do you want to try? Like, let's try this together. Like, I don't, I won't remember the beer as much as I'll remember, you know, the fact that okay. you know we were we were having laughs and telling stories. Like, I remember more the the good beers I had when the with my buddy when the Eagles won the Super Bowl because I was like a grown man crying and you know remember having these <laughs> beers that I've saved for for I don't know what reason and uh yeah and that's for me so that's really why I'm always there's a Great. you know there's a, a a FOMO and a but not like a fear like when I see your stuff I'm like oh it's just like that it's like a feel good like you really you you have a way of of capturing that and I've been around while you're shooting and I. And not to sound creepy, I try to watch to see how you do it, and it's never like you almost never notice that you even have the camera, other than it's in your hand. But you're not okay. Everybody get together. Let's let's do this. You know, like that's like right. that's like the anti like you know Melissa moment. Like that that's like cringy when you look at what you're doing, right? Yeah,
1: it is another appendage. You just don't even notice
0: it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like it'll be it'll like yeah you'll have your hoodie and like it'll just it's there, and I'm like oh you didn't bring your camera oh yeah there it is okay yeah so I got, yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's I mean, right. Yeah, now
1: I want some. Um, I want to read a book. About photography, only one, just one. know <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but there was a little anecdote in there. It said, it said, "Be patient and wait for the moments and just but but be ready. you know be ready for this moment." And I always keep that in the back of my mind because uh, it at uh, what I have found is it's never anything. the pictures I love the most are never the ones that I've planned out in my head well enough in advance. It's always something happening in the moment that suddenly I feel all oh, that's that's a great capture and I need to get that right this second. You know, those are the ones that always turn out to be the best ones. I
0: feel like. Yeah. I mean, just, I've always been drawn to that. I just, I I love that. I I just love, you know, I'm looking back at the wedding, you know, photos of our wedding and whatever. I probably would have liked to had you shoot our wedding, but, um, but this, like my favorite photos are, are rare, rarely ever, rarely ever staged when you see how someone looks at their, you know, their, their wife or their children. And, they don't know that you're there and like for me sometimes when someone says okay smile it's not that i don't know how to smile yeah. it's just like i can't smile right. i can't smile that way like i can't the way you know when i you know see yeah, something or forced. yeah it's just forced like my that's yeah. how like my boys are they like have this like clenched teeth like okay but then two minutes later when they're wrestling i can capture that and that's like the you know that's the best yeah. so that, that's,
1: that's the real joy yeah yeah
0: and you yeah you you, you capture that on a you know i I don't want to minimize and say, but you capture it on a regular basis. It's so, it's, it's really wonderful. I I, I really applaud that. that. Yeah. I appreciate that. I've got,
1: you know, and I, I've always, when I, when I started the journey of, of looking at photographing breweries and beer, you know, I relied pretty heavily on, and, and, and almost to the point of studying, uh, you know, Corey Smith's work, um, Matt from uh, the portraits, are portraits. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what they do, I feel like is magic, and is exactly sort of where I was aiming to be with my own work. Um, you know, of course, adding my own flavor to it, but uh they were really sort of the inspiration for me of okay, do better. Don't just take a picture of the beer and don't be super close to the, the can or bottle, like really experience the environment and show other people what you're experiencing. Um so I, I you know, I certainly have and, and and give credit to those people that I've studied you know so much hours and hours of, of looking at their content trying to figure out what is it about the composition that i love so much about a particular picture that's taken and i you know that's that's you know i owe it to them
0: which is funny i mean i was going to get to that i mean one of the which i mean i know you've listened to it numerous times with our episode with cory uh he he boasts you know he speaks he brings you up numerous times throughout the interview of someone he really admires so i think the you know, I'll have to shoot him a message later and make sure he listens. But I think it's just wonderful that, you know, the the respect and appreciation for each other, which I think is really kind of, uh, I think that's kind of one of the cool things. I mean, there's, if you're doing it the right way, even with beer, with like collaborations and you kind of see these yeah. like crews of, of brewers and teams that are working together to, to help each other or they branch off and they start their own and they, you know, it's not this. Oh, you, you're trying his his beer, or you know you're you're at her brewery. Why aren't you? Why are you? Yeah, not, why aren't you, you, know, right? are you at mine? It's like, oh, that's great. Have you? you know, make sure you try this. I really love their lager, or this, you know, this their saison is amazing. Have you tried that? You know, th- that type of stuff. Yeah. And
1: it's all art, right? It's we're, we're all artists in, yeah. in some respect, you know, whether you're you're brewing beer or you're taking pictures it's all art it's all craft and i think um yeah that camaraderie is definitely something that i think is is amazing and should be cherished and highlighted for sure i mean mm. you know it's 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 uh we're better when we do things um together and lift each other up rather than competing
0: right i mean one of the yeah the yeah, I'm on the, at my day job, right? I'm part of the ERG of, you know, for diversity and inclusion. And that's the thing that we always go back to, right? When you include more people and have different opinions and perspectives and approaches to things, you get you know, better output, you get better ideas, you get a better community. And so I think that's just like I think that the beer community, the, the really positive aspect of it, you know, obviously, like any other industry, there's, there's flaws. But I think that, you know, when you look at those who are doing it the right way, it's a really, yeah. you know, not to play off your, your thing, but you know, it's really a, a beautiful thing.
1: I agree. Absolutely.
0: Now yeah. the f- we, a lot of folks know you because of Instagram, because of your stories um, and you don't have to answer this, but I, I, I would make the commentary that uh, Instagram and camera phones are kind of the, uh, the antithesis of, of those <laughs> who are really trying to, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the stale of, uh, uh beer photos are probably uh or there's a multitude of those that you you see on a regular basis that are are very cringy or or the the new (laughs) the new uh feature of uh of portrait mode which we've talked about with a few uh photographers before is kind of uh hilarious because i think i've used it it takes some good photos but to me folks are super lazy when you see the photo and you realize that it blurred half of the the thing, the thing out and then, well, and then and then you still depends, po- right? and then you still post it, depends. it. Then you still post it. Yeah, yeah. That's what kills oh, me. I don't care I don't care how you got there but if you can't even self edit and go well and the bo- or it's moving. The bottles don't move. Yeah. That's one of the beautiful things like photography. Yeah. It's not sports. It's not you're not running doing track and field. The bottle, the beer, it doesn't move. Or you can argue it moves down the glass as you drink it, but that's pretty much it. It's a standard thing that's not going to be difficult yeah. you know you're in control of a no lot of kidding. that it drives me crazy you,
1: i guess it's one of those things though <laughs> i i cut people slack it, you know it's
0: it, oh you're oh a well, you're like, way nicer country, than but... I, yeah you're way nicer than I yeah have. yeah i'm not we're not we're not, we're not trying <laughs> yeah. to yeah you're the beauty of the beer and i can be i'm like the dick of the beer like it's fine like <laughs> yeah like yeah it's good
1: uh, you know, I guess it goes back to intent, though. You've got people who are just who are just putting these pictures on their Instagram because they're bragging about what it is they're drinking and, and they really don't care about, you know, the composition or uh, how good it looks. It is it's is the label. Can, can you tell what beer it is? And, and I'm going to go ahead and post it, you know. and um, But I you know what? And there are other people who are trying hard who, who use their phone and that's fine. I don't knock it. There are times I still use my phone, too, and, and the cameras are getting better. Um, but I think it, people will start to discover that maybe they do have a passion for this, that maybe it is worthwhile for me to invest in a camera, you know, just because they keep doing it see? with their phone over time, they'll realize maybe they've, they've got something there. So I don't knock it. I'll cut people slack, but, you know, when I, when I do see some of those blurry pictures so. that are weirdly posted, you, you got to wonder if it's just because they're trying to humble drag.
0: Oh yeah, that's the, that that's the that's the side of the beer thing I, I can't stand. It's like oh, you had that. Well, you didn't have this special adjunct, golden wax stamp, blah blah. blah. It's like oh, I don't I don't want to have that beer with you. I'd rather have a a PBR with a friend on a on a porch. You know, like I'm good. We're good to go. Now uh, you talked about you know make someone want to buy a camera and go that route. You know for the gonna say stuff and i probably won't know what you're talking about but what kind of what are you shooting with what kind of hardware or you know is your kind of go-to you know tools of the trade
1: yeah i think i'm on camera body number four or five at this oh, point wow. since i've gotten really uh, you know moved in the direction more than just a, side, a hobby more into a side hustle um i have a sony a 7 iii right now that's uh, I'm obsessed with. I don't think I'll go back to the other uh, brands that I've used in the past. Um, the Sony is so easy to use. I uh, think that the quality is amazing and it's incredible for video too, which I'm starting to play around with. I, I don't think that's a passion at all, but I, I do like to add that element, the video element. Um, so yeah, the Sony, the Sony is my extra appendage these days.
0: <laughs> that's great. Now, Do you have a lot of different lenses, or you try to do? You you know, is that is that a rabbit hole you go down? Because I've heard you know that too. It's kind of it can be a little uh, addicting, and they're not cheap. So yeah, I'm just like, how do you? Yeah,
1: it is. The the lenses are almost as expensive as the body. Sometimes even more
0: expensive.
1: I shoot pretty regularly with a 50 millimeter lens, uh, but I am looking to get uh, I think an 85 millimeter. I am I have delayed the purchase of this one for probably a year and a half because of the price and because I'm so indecisive about what I really need. The fifty is very versatile. Uh, you know again, it, like you said earlier, it's one of those things where I don't have I don't have to be intrusive because it's a good enough focal length um, that I can I can capture what I'm looking for but there are times when I, uh, I wish I could be just to fly in the corner and capture some of those things and people don't even know I exist in the moment, you know? And, and, um, so I do need another lens where I can zoom. Um, this is a fixed focal length, uh, uh, lens. So there's no, you know, zooming in or out with it. Um, but it works. It does the job for yeah. now. You know, I think as my, uh, Putting all my pennies away from my side hustle, photography work at, at uh, some of the breweries and restaurants that I do work for, and uh, I'll get I'll get one of those lenses eventually
0: yeah you can also I can start rent a, them yeah you can start a side business yeah. like a private investigator you'd be good like you'd yeah. be in the, in the car taking yeah. the photos like in every every movie it's like oh yeah they, they were having this meeting mm-hmm. and, I do
1: call myself the, the paparazzi sometimes you know yeah. I, I am always
0: taking pictures of people uh,
1: and sometimes they don't even know I'm taking pictures of them so I guess I'm a little bit of a creep for paparazzi <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it depends how you look at it yeah I think it's all about the the spin you now uh yeah, maybe look in. You know, find any uh, private investigators that are going out of business, and they probably have a bunch of huge ass lenses right. they're trying to trying to get rid of. Um, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no one's leaving their
1: houses anymore. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, that, that that's yeah. also part of it. I'm like, oh, she. Uh, some of the times I'm just like, oh, I'm excited. She left. She left the building. Like people can do. <laughs> people can do <laughs> yeah. that. They can go human again. That's yeah, it. it's good.
1: That's right.
0: And we are back. What do you think, folks? I think it's a great episode. I think it's a perfect way to end 2020 with, you know, focus. Uh, I guess that's a camera term, too. But focus on perspective and just looking at you know, the big picture and realizing just how many great people are out there and how opportunities and situations like this, while unprecedented, unexpected, and, you know, at times just hard for people, it's just really nice to be able to, escape and you know enjoy and you know photography is just wonderful and melissa is just a great she's a great photographer she's a great eye and it's just all around you know good human and i think this is the episode that hopefully you're enjoying this one you know as much you know as we are we were deliberate that we wanted to end the, the year with with this episode you know we thought it was a really a positive and supporting and just really you know just a great example of some of the wonderful people that we've had the opportunity you know to meet uh, through you know this project some incredible photographers as well you know ellie tracks is another one that i just think is doing some really great stuff and yeah we're just lucky and so we this episode especially because we're located here in you know in connecticut is is the studio headquarters and this is uh you know a key force in representing and showcasing some of the incredible, you know, breweries, uh, especially our, you know, what's we'd be remiss without giving love to the crew over, you know, 12%, uh, Zach, um, you know, Marlo Ales, which is probably, you know, my brewery of the year uh, since we don't do awards, but we'll, you know, we'll, we'll give that to Zach. I just think that what they're doing is just really incredible and really kind of just fits into the, you know, the energy of, of what we're, we're all about. And, you know, we're hoping we get some, some chess into in the future with Zach so yeah beauty of the beer is wonderful it is uh it's a great example of the fact that you know beer is so much more than just a you know liquid and uh you know alcohol and excuse to to get a buzz which I think is just a kind of a uh, you know those nights come and go those nights happen but I think just uh it's a really to me it's about breaking bread and being with you know people you care about and shared experiences And I guess in a way, that's what we do here each and every week. So we appreciate you all very much, but this is not about me. Remember, Beauty of the Beer, Melissa Jones, is episode 176, which is amazing. (sighs) Season 15 is going to come to a wrap, but we still got the second part of this interview, so do not go anywhere. Please make sure you follow along. Let her know that we sent you. Follow along with her artwork, which is her uh, photographs. And... um, We'll say it again later, but if you are a brewery and you're looking to have your images and your location and your branding and and PR done by someone with great energy and great perspective who's just uh, an all-around good person, I please, uh, I push you, I recommend you do it. Reach out to Melissa or reach out to us and we'll connect you, whatever your preferred method is, but Beauty of the Beer, Melissa Jones, Part 2, Episode 176 perfect way to wrap up season 15 and a positive energy to end 2020. Here we go. Now you, you did mention you work with some breweries. Uh, how, how is that challenge for you? Because like we were saying, a lot of folks are, you know are trying to take photos of everything and, you know, trying to position it. So it has that uh, you know, appeal of interest. You know, how, how are you approaching, you know, your, your brewery clients in those shoots?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting because every brewery has a different style and uh, you want to capture that and be respectful of the brand and the image that they have developed. Um, and, and many of them spend uh, a lot of intentional time developing it. And, um, you know, my uh, style is, is to go in and get a feel for what is it they're looking for, Um, what is the environment like, you know, if it's a, if it's a farm brewery, for example, um, there's, they're going to want to capture a lot more of outdoor essence. um, And then you've got industrial breweries that everything's inside and it feels a bit more, um, you know, rough around the edges. So you've got to be aware of that. And I, you know, I just want to take it all in, talk to the owners, get a feel for who they are and capture, really hone in and capturing the spirit of who they are, so I am respectful to their brand, and I'm providing them with images they um, they can use and and use over time. These things I found are, um, you know, if you're not a regular photography on staff for a brewery, it does take a bit more research and time um, to ramp up and get to know them and make sure you're doing it doing the brand justice. Um, but I I would prefer and I would love that uh, breweries consider having somebody on staff all the time. I know some do now, which is really great. You know, they're starting to come around and realize that photography does matter. It does help set you apart uh, in this industry where, you know, people can go from um, down the street to their local brewery or they can go 45 minutes away to another one. What's going to make them? What's going to compel them to go that 45 minutes? And sometimes it comes down to photography. And so I think it's it's important um, that I do everything I can to make sure that I'm providing that kind of imagery that will compel someone to
0: go there. Yeah, I think it's we've we've had discussions about you know, uh, the, you know photos here and there, and it sometimes it's just cringy. It's kind of like okay, you know. Yeah. I I just think that especially now with the extension, or so a lot of folks expect you know the the tap room experience. You know, I think that's really the the evolution in in recent years you know every every few years you see different trends and the importance of a tap room i think is a, is really essential now and so when people are trying to pick between you know you're a great example of that you're planning out a whole day based on you know going to maybe one as the as the the starter or going there if it's you know if it's nothing great or it just looks like kind of like you're going to your local you know I don't mean to be insulting, but some of these photos look like you're going to a dive bar, right? It's just kind of, yeah. uh, which is cool. Like, I, I love it. You know, we have a, uh, a dive bar in our, our town, which has stepped up from being the dive bar to, you know, you know your local, I guess, like a, a cheers, you know, but not that, uh, not that bright. But, and that's an awesome, it's awesome. Like, we always, if we go out, it's always where we finish our night and they have great food and stuff like that. So, but I, I just, it, sometimes it just seems like, oh, well, it's this beautiful, oh. Uh, on the other side of it, idea that oh well, my beer's so great, people are just going to flock to it. But it's right. Yeah. There's only so many hours in the day, and so people are looking for it's it's you know beer sensory, and so I think experience is sensory, and so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it is. That's true, you know, and 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 it will happen, you know, if you make great beers, people will come. But how are you going to attract the people outside of of the world you live in? Maybe even from out of state to come to you, and I think that's how. Uh, we spend so much time on the internet and on Instagram, the, that imagery will will get them in their car and put them on the path to your brewery.
0: Yeah, and, I, and right, if they make good beer, people be will come. But I mean, I, I would argue there's probably few and far between that you can't say that you care so much about ingredients and brewing and where it comes from and you know how you're harvesting and all these like super super variants of details, and then being like you know throwing up a bunch of just crap, you know yeah to get the you might they might be there you might try to get it but you know there's going to be three or four other breweries literally on that journey on that road trip Mm -hmm. that you'll stop at first and maybe you won't leave to go to the other one exactly yeah absolutely right yeah so i so for me photography um you know we've told the story numerous times you know as i was one summer, a photography teacher, um, but that was more just because it paid an extra dollar fifty an hour at the summer camp I was at. Um, and so, but photography. <laughs> like yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, uh, we need a photography teacher. And I was like, I have no experience doing that. And <laughs> I said, oh, okay, sorry. You know, we thought it'd be, you know, I thought you'd like it. You've been here a couple of summers, you know, we get a couple extra bucks an hour. And I was like, I will teach photography. <laughs> and yeah, you know, they gave us a dozen Pentax and black and white film, and they would develop them for us, you know, every couple of days. And it was a great, it was a great summer. So yeah, That's yeah, um, great. yeah. So I still have the old Pentax, and I think, I think, yeah, I think we busted it out one time at twelve uh, yeah. percent. But that's one of the roles okay, of film I have did. here, and I'm like, oh, I want to see what that you know looks like. So yeah,
1: well, I just
0: yeah, we did. We took a whole bunch of pictures on that. Yeah. So yeah, i I just, I, for me, obviously, you know, we've had. We don't have as many photographers on. I think there's a there's a special batch of you in the in the beer scene, and I think the work that you do is is really essential. I mean, I I would love to you know see you keep calling it your side hustle. I like to, I would love to see it be be the full time hustle. You know, I think that you know really the yeah, attention to same detail. Here. Yeah, I don't think I'm preaching the choir there, but I just think that the attention to detail you have and the passion there it's 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 evolved from just being a you know a passion project to I think that. Breweries have to be excited, yeah. you know. I, and I've seen you getting some, you know, some love from the breweries. But I think, you know, if if I was them, you know, and you showed up at my brewery, I'd be, I'd be super excited. Just hoping that you know you capture capture a moment at our at our facility, which I think is really cool. You know, I think that yeah, you do a great job of to, your branding too.
1: I have to be, I have to be careful of that too. It's like how much photography am I going to do where I'm I'm trying to showcase and just be in the moment for my own personal, you know, Instagram uh, versus maybe what I should be charging people for.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: you got to be careful about that, right? He's
0: got to get a good watermark on it, right? I think that's what you got to do. Yeah. Right? I think Miguel at the yeah, beer tracker. Yeah, Eric that, keeps telling me. Yeah, Miguel. Watermark them. Yeah, Miguel at the beer tracker does that. He just has this little guy in the corner of him, and I think that that's kind of been a good way. You know he's a great example of that you know traveling the world and using his photography and doing that type of stuff but I think that uh yeah and yeah, I think we'd be remiss without mentioning you know you're obviously the better half but uh you know, your husband uh eric barrel aged uh beard on instagram okay. who's your who's your hand model uh he's uh he's just as good of a human he's as a really, you are. yeah
1: he a really great hand model for sure yeah and he he does he's over time you know because the camera's always there he's been picking it up and, and taking pictures too. And, um, it's been super helpful to, uh, to have another set of, of eyes, you know, that, that knows what I look for and, um, either capture it when I'm not in that moment or, um, you know, pick up the cam- uh, uh, point it out to me.
0: Yeah. Now when you're going, like, because what like I said, you capture a lot of moments, but do you have a, like a planned how you're going to, how the day is going to go. I mean, that's kind of, that. that's that's what's really amazing is a lot of this stuff is you're on the road and these are places you've never been before. So it's not like you can, you know, do you do like pre-planning? Like do you look and try to see what you can find online what the place looks like? Or are you just kind of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's, that's where Instagram comes into play, you know, at some point or another uh, I've probably seen an image of the beer or the brewery and looked it up from there and then soldered it away for another day um that helps get sort of an understanding of what the space may look like and some of the things i may want to photograph but like i said what usually happens is i i plan out that oh i want to photograph you know the the tap handles and somebody pouring at the tap handles because they're really great but then it's some other picture that i've taken and i had no um in you know pre-planning that's turned out way better and that's the one you end up going with um uh, but yeah, it usually comes down to a little bit of research ahead of time just to know um, what I'm getting into and and then it goes from there.
0: Yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, it's obvious, um, you know, talking to you how much, how much, how passionate you are and before you ever take a photo or drink that, you know, beer or whatever, how much thought has gone into that. And it's really, uh, yeah, I really, I really admire that.
1: There are times when I um. I'll even reach out to the brewery or the brewer, too. If I've been following them for a while or, um, you know, have some line of communication, then, you know, there's there's a, an opportunity to message them that, you know, we're on our way. Can we... Uh, are you free for a drink? Do you want to chat? You know, and that sort of helps open the door too, to be able to go see behind the scenes. That doesn't happen a lot. And I don't, I don't do that often, but I, I think it is one of those things that if you've got that line of communication, why not?
0: You know, right. Why not yeah.
1: take a look behind the curtain and, uh, and capture what's going on.
0: Have you thought about that? Kind of uh, expanding the brand is into like a website and kind of a whole thing. Cause I, I mean, part of me yeah. uh, thinks that, you know, you're already like, I can only imagine what the amount of folders you're you're hinting at having. You're probably being humble. It's probably even. It's. I usually find that when people mention something, it's even more uh, granular than what they're telling. But yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I have I have I've thought about it a lot, um, and I I have started it. I I haven't finished. You know, I have gone down the path of completing my website. I did um, you know start to get something off the ground. It's, it's one of those things where um, I, I don't want the, to lose the passion, you know, it's, if I make it into a job, will I stop liking it as much as I like it right now. And I, I have a little bit of fear about that. So I'm careful to, um, I've been I guess cautious about how quickly I go down that path of opening up the doors to wanting to do this kind of thing full time. I don't want that passion and that love for it to die out because now it's a job.
0: Oh yeah, I, I hear you. I, mean, I don't. I I would love to think that it would just go from. Full. I mean obviously the whole keeping the lights on and paying the bills right I mean I would love to yeah. do the, I would love to do the podcast full time I think part of it's that uh that's just not a real thing um and so it, it gives me that like the joy of it but I just yeah I think that yeah it'll evolve you know, right I think that you probably yeah, yeah. five six years ago didn't realize you have such a a following and probably even me saying that you have a following probably makes you feel a little a little uncomfortable so yeah i think
1: that, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a weird place to be in you know and then you, you turn up somewhere and they're like hey oh hey you're so-and-so what? you're like, what? You're like no thrown like no, back by that
0: <laughs> you're like no i'm the camera person i'm supposed to capture you you're not supposed to yeah right. you're not supposed to capture me yeah so that's i think it. that's yeah well yeah i think that you're right it's the evolution of it and you know we're trying to come to grips with the next chapter is here and we're now talking about doing a book but we have no idea how to do that so but we're going to figure it out we're just going nice. to do it. we're just going to do it because uh, yeah if you don't, i'll buy
1: that book coffee table yeah. book or exactly say, uh, that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah we'll okay. collab, we'll yeah.
0: collaborate on that but yeah that's what yeah, that's what i mean like i just i, I part of me just wants it as like a legacy of the of the project right when you i don't think i can do this podcast forever and you know we'll see but i i, I think i don't know this will be in the 170s episodes on not to it's not about me yeah. but i'm just like i th- i didn't think we'd get past 12 i was like so so it's been, right, same
1: yeah, how right. they every, evolve, and yeah. yeah,
0: every new brewery that pops off, it's like everyone's like, Oh, their beer is amazing. And I'm always just like, Oh, yeah, who does your labels? Like, and they're like, You don't want to talk right. about my beer? I'm like, Oh, yeah, cool, I bet you it's great, but we usually try not to drink the beer before we interview somebody if we've never had it because I don't, it's not, they have nothing to do with that. I mean, obviously, there's a rare case yeah. where they're the brewer, designer, owner, and all sorts of stuff like that, but that's that's few and far between,
1: yeah. Well and now these days you are asking a question, Who does your photography, hopefully? Yeah.
0: Right. Well I'm, and they're like, We don't have anybody. I'm like, Oh my well, god, beauty the beer. Check yeah, check her out.
1: Tell me <laughs> there you are say, though. Yeah. There are some standout, you know, breweries that I, I admire and that they have somebody on full time. Um and I, I think that's awesome. You know, I think it's it, it goes to show that they really take the art of the entire process seriously. You know, even from, from packaging all the way through to what got showcased on their, on their website and on their social media.
0: I, I admire that. Yeah, me too. I think one of the ones that's it kind of really resonated with me uh, was Pete Bissell. Because I mean, his story of being a photographer yeah. and doing weddings and and what have you. And then I love it. Once in a while, he'll, he'll do like a little behind the scenes thing. I think one of them was, you know, capturing. It was like the swish cans and how he captured it like in ice. And it was oh, kind yeah. I just love that stuff. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's great, but like he, he, he gets it. And then you go to high, high roller and, you know, from down to the, you know, every color in the tiles. And so it's just kind of when they, when people go the extra mile, it really, I mean, all the words, it pops, yeah, it resonates, it shows. Yeah, it shows. yeah it's a great. The
1: tab on those cans, on those Bistle cans. I love that. All that the attention to the detail is amazing. And that's, that's what I look for. You know, that's what I want to photograph. I want to show people how much, how much care uh, these breweries and owners take in and pride in their craft right down to a can tab. I mean, I love that.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's kind of one of the things that we've kind of really appreciate more is that, you know, they're making that commitment to work with that artist or work with that, you know, use that. Or even when it's something as simple as, okay, when these special releases with like the type of paper and the foil, like that shit's not cheap, especially when it's like a limited run. Right. Obviously when you buy more of something, it it should come down in price, but like stuff like that, it's just, it's just amazing to me. It really, it's kind of the subtleties that I think uh, maybe folks don't, I think don't realize or, I I notice or or we notice too much, you know, it depends how I look at it. But yeah, it it means a lot to me. And that's, that's usually where I come back to is, you know, spending my, my dollars, but we'd be remiss, you know, given the awesome beers that you're usually drinking. What's, uh, what have you been enjoying lately or what are you found as kind of, uh, your, your go-tos, you know, what's, uh, what's in the the cellar over there or in the (laughs) fridge? What's
1: in the fridge? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I just picked up Allagash Taison that's kind of fitting for the season and um, that's been pretty good. You know, I, yeah. I, I love all the Allagash beers. Yeah, I so I, that. yeah, you
0: know, to Those are
1: one of my favorites. We've got some 12% beers in the, in the fridge, you know, some Marlowe's pretty good go-to IPA. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what it is. I've been low key with uh yeah. quarantine and COVID, you know, just keeping it pretty local. Um, but, I've got some stuff in the cellar. every now and again, we'll, we'll open
0: up because the moment strikes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun problem to have. And every once in a while we get, we you know, we get beers from, from guests like, you know, try that from across the country and those packages, you know, somebody who's traded beer, those are the kind of my favorites, like a beer brew I've never yeah. had before and have no pretense of what it's going to taste like. So I'm excited for that and drinking a little bit of a, uh, green bench when I can, you know, there's, they make some great beers there down go. there. Cause yeah, Chris and I are on the board. I heard together. that
1: name in a little while. Great
0: joy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm a little with the beer culture being on the board you know, Chris Johnson's one of, uh, he's our vice president. So, uh, we're doing some there. collaborations and stuff like that. And so hoping, uh, that'll, that'll work in my favor. We'll see. We'll see if I can get that. Nice. I'll, I'll share the love obviously. So that's great. Um, <laughs> nice. so Two more questions. We uh, maybe three, but well uh, so mentioning your folders, do you have a, a beauty of the beer naming convention? Like how how are you organizing your stuff?
1: Yeah, good question. It's 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 really based on the city. Uh, okay. Which gets a little tricky in states like Connecticut, but <laughs> yeah, well You're, you know that are small, Rhode Island. You know if it's if it's. You know, I'm not putting Providence in there, but most of it's be some you know, I've got a Denver folder, I've got a Seattle folder, I've got uh, um, Portland, and you know, so I folder it that way, and it's really just a collection of some of the great images I've come across of places I hope to visit and capture something, you know, similar or different.
0: Hmm. Do you organize it? So you said before, like your coffee shops or whatever. So is it city and then kind of venue style or, you know, how are you, how are you doing it that way?
1: I wish it were that much more organized. I don't think Instagram, uh, is set up well enough to be able to do that with sort of a, um, folder folders, within folders.
0: So it does stacks. take a little yeah. more
1: time. Yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> it does take a little more time to sort it out. But you know what it is, is? If I'm interested in going to a particular coffee shop, I'll save one of the pictures of the coffee. So I remember that that's the particular um, reference point when I'm scroll, sort of scrolling through that folder of images to figure out where I need to go, uh, as opposed to just a facade or um, the inside of the coffee shop. Then okay. I know right away that it's, you know, that's. That's my starting
0: point now in school, uh, my wife's a teacher, so I always kind of this has been a kind of a helpful thing for me but were you were you a visual learner? I mean people have different learning styles. were you a visual learner was that or was that just
1: yeah, that's yeah. A, entirely a creative uh even and still even today you know the 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 best way for me to convey in my day to day my um, main work day is through image, you know so I do a lot of um. Um, oh, a lot of PowerPoint presentations with images instead of text. You know, I'm hoping to convey my message that way. Or, um, uh, uh, what are those things
0: called? Infographics.
1: I, um, yeah, an infographic. Thanks. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, I spent a lot of time sort of mapping my message through infographics too.
0: Yeah, because I think as somebody who had to do more pitching, you know, pre this in my sales role. But if you have a, just for folks at home, if you have a deck. And you have to write multiple lines, then your presentation's already failed because they yeah. can just read it on the screen, and there's really no need for you to be there, right? And like exactly. there has to be something where they take it from you that you know you present it to them, they see something, you explain it to them in your words, and then you touch on all these senses. So yeah, that's my huge pet peeve where you get a presentation or a deck, and it's just basically like a chapter book. It's like, oh, good, thanks. Yeah, Why are absolutely. You
1: here? <laughs> That's how I that's how I pick it up too, quicker. is
0: just seeing it visually for sure. Cool. Now, somebody who's has, feels like they may be, you know, we talked about it that folks who are maybe using their camera and finding that they have a they might have a passion for photography. Do you have any advice for for somebody at a you know different stage of their of their process or their hunt? Yeah, you know, I think
1: probably my first word of advice is if you're starting to feel like you sh- you're getting serious about it, go rent a camera. There's um, a lot of places that you can actually just rent the equipment, play around with it, see if it feels right to you, if you kind of get the hang of how to use um, some of these tools, which, you know, actual camera can be a bit complex sometimes, play around with it, see if it works for you, see if that really is a passion of yours, and then and then invest. You know, I think it's one of those things where it costs so much you want to make sure it's right for you and it's not just to, you know, something you're going to pick up and then put down for years to come
0: yeah the idea i think that's been the rental the rental options nowadays are just you know even i'm not gonna pretend i'm a i'm great with home improvement but if i wanted to be i could rent tools or equipment that instead of having to having to buy them so i think it's yeah. uh, it's really smart um that's the world we live in too. Now, I
1: think is that this sort of share shared economy. You know, think about mm-hmm. Uber and Airbnb and all these where we're we're sharing what we have. So it's it's not uncommon
0: anymore. I think, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's really great. I'm oh, oh, the days of Ubering back home from a good night out, <laughs> or, yeah, or exactly. to the or to the airport. Thank God for that, right? Oh yeah, so great. Um, we asked this question um, about music. Do you have certain music you're listening to when maybe you're editing your photos or that kind of, uh, gets you into your, into your process or just kind of, uh, what's on the beauty of the beer playlist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah good question. I, I have a lot of, um, Rolling Stones, Green Clearwater. I All like right. that, uh, you know, sixties, uh, rock as well. That kind of music is pretty much what's usually played. All right. Um, yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Yeah, it's one of my. That's that question. We we keep it, but it's it's really just so that AJ can learn about new music when when it comes. So uh-huh. we, you know, it's a. Yeah, that is my former life uh, in radio. So it's, it's always like trying to yeah. trying to dive in. Music's super I use, important. I use
1: Spotify a lot, which is funny. There's a little detriment to that, um, and, and I just start creating playlists, but I don't actually. I find that I don't learn who the artists are as well when I'm using Spotify mm-hmm. because I like the song and I just put it into a onto a playlist. But I'm never actually picking my phone and looking it up and looking at the rest of the album. Okay. Um, but I listen to a lot of these like homemade playlists, which is neat. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we we integrate into the car like the car is like whatever that something play smart. Car, I don't know, and so it shows it up on the screen. So I usually go to the the daily mixes but we've used so much we've we created this master playlist of most of our guests and we call it like you know six ounce canvas radio and so i don't know what the algorithm thinks i listen to like they must think i'm some i, I don't even know on the back end i'm checking all sorts of weird boxes so it's uh it's it's a fun problem to have so uh, yeah my daily mixes are very Definitely. distinct it's like americana like hip-hop like jammy you know and it's like you know instrumental
1: subscribe to this
0: yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. It's so, oh, it's a good problem to have, but, well, Melissa, I just want to thank you. Um, you know, as I've told you before, I'm a huge fan of your work. I think what you do is great, but it's nice to, you know, to be able to share that publicly, um, uh, with, you know, with everything you're doing, I think is really creative and unique. And it's really one of the, you know, the really joys and positive of the of the craft beer scene and just kind of, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really, yeah, it's really wonderful. So just, you know, thank you for, for finally after, shaking you down for, for pretty long time to agree to be on the podcast. I think that, uh
1: yeah, I appreciate this. This is great. This has been fun. Good. And uh, I, you know, I think what you're doing is important for the community too. You know? And so I'm, I, it's been my pleasure to be on.
0: Well, there you have it folks. You've, uh, you've, uh, got a little time with, uh, Melissa Jones, the, the woman behind beauty of the beer creating or capturing, uh, wonderful, beautiful moments and really kind of, uh, Showing what you know, beer and community and, and friendship really should should be. So, uh, yep. Make sure you follow along. Beauty of the beer. Uh, she'll be at a at a brewery or a tap room that you've not been, and now you're going to want to go there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, follow along and uh, make sure you save up your travel miles for when you can travel again, because there'll be a lot of places that you'll see and you'll be bookmarking from, you know, from her adventures. you, Jay. Hey, hey, oh. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Liz. Thanks so much. Bye. All right, have a great one. There you have it folks. Episode 176 is officially in the books, wrapping up season 15 here at the 16 ounce canvas. We wanna thank you and you and you and you for being here. You're cool, happy holidays to you, happy new year to you. We're out, well, not yet, we're gonna talk a little bit more, but I love, I love photos. I'm not a very good photographer and I use my phone you know, a lot to take photos, what have you. I just, I just really am drawn to these episodes because I think there's a part of me that wishes I was a photographer. You know, when I found the old Pentech and got it going and just kind of, it was great. It, you know, I don't know how those photos came out because I still haven't found out where to get them developed. But, you know, any recommendations, uh, as they say on the YouTubes, you know, even in the comments, but, you know, let us know yeah let us know what you think uh, about that any suggestions if there's any cool services or not but i'll I'll probably get those done at some point and just be fun to to see what those were and i i kind of like those days you know when you would take a photo and not know how it came out but you know you get it maybe weeks or months later and then you recap these moments but what's great now is the is the ability to, to see moments and the experiences and you know how they happen and I think you know just like anything right if you we always wonderful great artists and designers and we really hope that if you're looking for you know branding or imagery or you know some creative you know that you'll, you'll hire one of those and you know there's obviously services or things that are that are quote-unquote cheaper but I mean you can talk about the quality of the work and the, the price tag but you know Got to hire a good photographer, you know, too many of these breweries you see are taking photos, you know, and with weird framing and things in the background and dirty glassware and just really, you know, it's, uh, it's an art form. It's a wonderful, we'll say it's a beautiful art form, you know, and so I think that once you realize that you stand out, you differentiate yourself. I mean, if you look at some of the best breweries in the world, they're obviously making amazing beer but the work they're doing on you know social and promoting themselves also it doesn't have to be you know flashy or huge or vibrant right it can really you know it can be classic and and beautiful and, and simple uh, you know I like the one of my favorites is you know Hill Farmstead you know it's a, everything they do is is wonderful and it's it's a special place and I can't wait to get back there but their social I mean I think the, probably the best, I think, is uh, Allagash, right? And so I think those are some of the, the, the brands that really that really get it and how they, you know, frame their photos and the experience and the energy that they're sharing. And I think that Melissa, you know, she could do that for, for anyone who wants, you know, to, to team up. I mean, no pressure, Melissa, but I'm just uh, – that's what we do. We promote and we, we support. So probably thinking, well, A.J., you know, you're a numbers guy. What about season 16? You know, sixty ounce canvas season sixteen. What are you gonna do? So, what we're gonna keyword here. We're gonna try to do. If you go back, and this is just a you know a nod to one of our early supporters, Zach Brady of Zach Brady Designs, who helped us with the uh, you know the episode creative those graphics that we we still use to this day. We probably didn't start using that till right around season fifty, I think. I mean, episode fifty. Which is probably season three or four. And we realized that, you know, we had something and we were we we're we we're gonna keep doing it. And so you noticed I think that I first tried to do it when doing something for YouTube and putting one of the episodes up there. You know, like and subscribe and, you know, all that stuff, bro. Yeah, I have young kids and all here. Bro, bro, bro. Yeah, bro, bro. And um uh, so We tried to create some sort of, you know, image and, you know, bar on the bottom and let people know what episode and the artist, and so Zach came in and did his work. So we were thinking for season 16 to kind of go back, you know, go back in time a little bit, and so we've reached out to some of our early guests, kind of the OG crew who's, you know, been supportive of us from the get-go, and we're going to try to, try to find a cool way to to follow up with them and see what's new with with them and what their story is and so we're going to try to get as many as we can so i think that's why season 16 is gonna have a little bit of mystery to it but we ordered a you know new camera and we're gonna try to you know get weird with it and see what happens so season 16 is going to be new it's going to be different it's going to be a challenge and i look forward to sharing all the bumps and bruises and you know weird uh digi freezes on the computer with with you all so look for that you know have a great holiday happy new year and uh, once again if you are you know a business uh, a brewer a brewery someone looking for a job i don't know if you're a part of uh you know you have a, a charity or you're doing a, a fundraiser or a food drive backpack drive anything you're part of a non i uh, just or you just need somebody to, to you know talk to you, having a you know tough time. You know, as we said, mental health and mental health awareness is extremely important. Please reach out. You know, we have this platform and we'll use it for good as long as we are here. And that means you know, you can't say be a good human and then not you know do it yourself. So we we try to you know back it up and put it into action. And you know, just uh, if there's anything you think that we can do, whether it's just simply sharing one of your stories retweeting something whatever it is you know we appreciate you know what we have here in the community that we're building together and they're a bunch of great people and you know if we can make a difference and and help you out in the process then you know all is good and you know life is good and that's what you know that's what i'll really take away from this all right and lastly if you have a chance to wherever it is that you ingest these podcasts first of all we thank you if you could give us a rating or, or leave a review we'd love to you know, to hear what you think or read what you think you hear or something like that. But uh, it helps. It increases it. Something about the algorithm and what have you. So, I don't know. A little holiday gift. So, thank you in advance. Thank you for who you are. And thank you for being a part of this 16-ounce canvas, The Art of Craft Beer podcast. I guess we'll see you all next year. We don't see me, but this face made for radio. All right, bye, my friends.